Chris, I'm curious, have there been any ideas that have ever floated in your head or do float in your head for us to rank that you have been leery or daunted or wary to bring up? Like, are there ones that you that sit in your head as, oh, we got to rank them at some point, and it's not that they're boring or it's not that you don't want to do them yet, but you're a little bit scared? Like, That's such a good question. Uh, it happens all the time, and I had one yesterday, and I almost wrote to you saying, geez, we're going to have to rank this at some point. I'm too, but, uh, and I was going to write, but I'm too scared to. And I didn't send it to you because I, I thought, if I send it to you, you'll make us do it. And I cannot remember. <laughs> Thank goodness. Thank goodness. I genuinely cannot remember what it was. And then your brain had an extra redundancy backup, which is also I will forget the idea because that that way, even if against the odds Nick asked this question, I won't be able to have an answer. That's very good braining, Chris. Andrew. Thank you. It's very powerful. No sweat. I have a couple. Yeah, to go. throw it, but and maybe mine will shake some loose other ones of yours. Um, yeah. Not to say we have have to do this, but I don't think it'll be too cryptic. Why? One of them was gender, mm-hmm. really just on just on the basis of being like, will it just be longer than any episode we've ever done before? And then the other one was social media, uh, and that one was obviously more because I think historically it's one where, uh, which and again, this is a great reason to do it. Um, if we care about something like the entertainment for our listeners, but I think that's one where there's a lot of potential for you and I to be differently placed around it. Do either of those, uh, do, are either of those daunting to you in any way, or you look at both of those and be like, those are, those are easy actually. I feel like, um, compared to the Eldritch horrors that I was bringing to myself, I mean, it's like, it's, you know, like you can hear about someone else's nightmare and it can mean nothing to you compared to the <laughs> your own, you know, like this, the ones, the, the ideas that I had were, that were tailor made to, to me, why I would be terrified to, to have to rank them. And, um, uh, it, it makes, it, I'm, I'm really annoyed at myself now that I didn't write to you because I wish, I wish I could, I, I genuinely can't remember what they were, but it does happen a lot. And from now on, now that we've done this, um, intro, I'll, I'll make a note to, to uh, step up to the plate and to send them to you, because um, because in this section I can still deny deny us ranking them. I assume no, both those ideas are, are totally fine to me. Social media sounds like one just because you said well you, you think we'll have different perspectives that might be the one for today. Great. Welcome everyone to the Rank Ideas podcast. You are listening to it and good decision by you because this is the greatest podcast in the world. It's hosted by myself, Chris Andre, and my dear beloved friend, Nick Deladovic. And we together are on our quest to rank every single idea from the canon of human ideas in an ever-expanding list in order from best to worst. And today we're going to put social media in, I, I assume, the exact perfect spot. It'll be flawlessly done. And that doesn't mean that it won't uh, require some digressions, some decursions, some recursions, me stuttering a lot, trying to get into sentence. Yeah. Um, And the odd uh, bit of foofery. But uh, first we start by defining it. Chris, would you like to have a go at defining it or would you like me to? You define it, you odd foof. (laughs) You got me there. So social media, it's a digital phenomenon. So it's a digital technology platform or series of platforms where the idea is that you're creating a social space. So a place where you're getting ideally the maximum amount of participants. And that's, I think that's key to it. It's a mass mass social space. So you're looking, you're optimizing for volume of numbers. The amount of people to be on it should be as high as possible is 
the goal. And then people are interacting really in a way that is social ahead of all else. So it's people sharing their selfhoods, you know, doing anything from small talk to big talk to political policiting to, you know, personal uh, brand marketing. But, you know, it's all through the lens of the social, the idea of like uh, people just interacting as a social organism. Um, so there's a lot of reference, there's a lot of emphasis for fun, humor, and uh, even just, and or maybe particularly just communicating and engaging through uh, the most primal or reliable spurs and hooks for um, getting two or more people to interact with each other. Um, and yeah, it's, it can, you know, people might be able to be in flesh space together while they're doing it but this but the critical thing is that they're doing it over digital technology which means you're often the idea is that it's you're doing it with people that you're not in the room with or really maybe nowhere near um although we can talk about how much actual global diversity actually comes into it now the other thing that will be interesting to talk about as whether or not it's intrinsic to it is the very specific features of what we have ever known to be social media in the history of it which is for instance the idea of it being um owned by, uh, you know, it's owned by outright owners, like, you know, it's owned by a, by a business owned by a corporation. Um, and those owners wielding full ownership power and where, and basically turning users into a product as in the user's personal information and actually engagement behaviors are the product where they, they get, you know, people get to use it for quote unquote free, but then they, uh, functionally are feeding into the, um, capital reserve, of the ownership by uh, being a part of it. Am I missing anything critical there, Chris? Um, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, you just said we can go into how much that's the case. Like, what are the? I, th- I think most of this episode is going to be determining what are the um, inevitable endpoints of of social media and its usage versus what we could cut out to find the the best form of it for our ranking. I think this episode is going to be a. Um, Mostly disaggregating like a lot of really, really good wheat from a lot of really, really bad chaff and, and seeing, um, you know, what is intrinsic to the idea and what are intrinsic to the, the yep. at, at hand models that we have. But, totally. uh, yeah, I think I'll start by saying that like, I can see why you, um, would have this one as a, a, you know, marked as a different kind of one to rank and would assume that we'd have different positions because I think, and this is just, my guess, but correct me after I've spoken, um, if I'm wrong, I, I feel that you think that I'm going to be really strongly against it because of the, um, because of the elements of social media that we're all sort of familiar with that, that are, that are tedious, you know, the, the sort of exaggerated incentives for certain behaviors and the, um, and even just, just the exaggerated incentives for its use, given how, um, you know, organically social we, most people are and how, how our motivations are. Uh, sort of like um you know they're, they're creamed and taken into one place and then hyper intensified and then um you know people reap a benefit from that but is the is a collective reaping an equivalent benefit and and i imagine that you are warm on it because it's a, a, a an exponential augmentation of the capacity to connect with others and um you get all these incredible benefits of that uh not least of which being, you know, you can see what other people think about things. You can exchange with other people that you otherwise wouldn't be able to. You can see different selfhoods and you and if nothing else, you just get the hyper intensified fun of like mimetic jokes and 
and um, you know connect with uh, like-minded ideas or or thinkers or whatever that you would never otherwise even even have the capacity to know about just walking down the street. Um, and I think that maybe I think we might actually be closer to each other on this than we think because I, I um, v- venerate all of those things. And if if they and, and like I, I I mean it's not even a question of like would you switch that off from society because it, you, that doesn't exist as an option. Um, yeah. But I'm the type of person who, if I if I could watch the last 15 years of my life, I would I would reach through the screen and grab my phone and throw it into the lake, <laughs> like, um, <laughs> and I don't have the capacity to do that in my waking life. Um, and that wouldn't necessarily be, be better because that's where everyone is and how everyone's interacting. Um, but um, but despite that, I still yeah I still think that the those benefits are super real and super handy and super, um, yeah, fun and rewarding. Do you think that? Do you think that the type of thing, types of things that I am concerned about, and perhaps you are as well, are like baked into the to the model? That, I guess that's the question. So even even putting aside the idea of ownership, like it, because I can I can see a world in which you could ban individualized ownership and you could distribute um the rewards of it and, and all of those things like that that could exist it would look very different obviously but even if you could do you think that the because for me the, the thing that i can't get away from is we're so like those of us who are motivated to socialize are so motivated to do so and this really does like having an incentivized way to do that in a um sort of hyper intensive space does capture like it's it, like our consciousness isn't just captured because of algorithmic um, nefarious commercial reasons. It's captured because it's a it's a powerful thing to have on tap. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, I've said a lot there. Please give me your thoughts. No, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, it gives me saying all that gives me space to go straight to answering your question. Which yeah, I think to me the thing that is most baked into it right is uh, the idea of scale and scale of iteration. So what you're getting is um, a type of uh, a specific type of human interaction um, at scale and iterated thousands of times per second, which is humans getting to interact uh, through a relative veil of anonymity, or at least the sense of anonymity. Um, and it, because I think uh, what has been proven, every every generation of social media has taken a step away from from um, from an anonymity, like early internet was very much more about oh, I'm hiding behind a username, and now there's a lot less of that. It's there's a lot more kind of naked. This is my actual selfhood. You know, it's the kind of post doxing generation of people who are almost you know essentially quote unquote doxing themselves. But what is what it has shown is that that abstraction of that person as a kind of di- di- digital personage rather than a personage that I'm having to interact with in my immediate private sphere, um, there is there is an appreciable difference there in terms of how people. Um, a condition to behave towards each other. Um, and then the other thing is just uh, <laughs> like c- com- the kind of feedback loop. Yeah, this is interesting to think about if there's if this is intrinsic or just the thing that you're seeing right now, the kind of feedback loop between people having to uh, engage with a range of counterfactuals, not even like a larger range of ideas, but just a range of like interrogative counterfactuals to whatever their, um, whatever the ideas they'd otherwise come across are. And then the kind of the, the reactionary drive to, um, 
just to not have your to not have the complexity of the universe expanded for you, but instead to like you know uh, meet that complexity by doubling down in a reactionary ray against what your existing known knowns are in a way where like plenty of people are punching through and getting to the point where they just accept the complexity, but it's clearly it's an it's an angst ridden resisted process avoidant process for a lot of people um and that's kind of that's kind of interesting um the three um aspects of my personal lens that i feel like i want to kind of um quickly talk about in terms of where i'm placed which i think is kind of fun to talk about with this to show where i'm exactly at is um one you know i was in my mid uh, to late twenties when social media first began in earnest. So like, I'm someone who has a strong sense of what the world was like before it. So a, when I'm thinking of, if I'm in my life, if I'm, whenever, if I'm thinking about anything that might be worse about my life, um, I, I'm, I don't have the luxury of pretending that social media or the internet is what went wrong because I remember being an avoidant, procrastinating, anxious, uh, person for, you know, 25 years before then. And not to say like, it's exacerbating a lot of things for a lot of people, but like for me, any, a dream that I'm going to be, uh, just like a productive, uh, more actualized that, you know, at the very least, the fact, you know, even just the idea that I'm going to be in nature more with like, you know, before the social media existed, just books and magazines were more than enough to keep me from that. Um, so there's that also, obviously I grew up in the outback in remote Australia in a place where it really was a, struggle to, um, like to curate widened imagination space around things because of just the lack of, um, modeling that would reach you. Um, again, I was, you know, it was mostly, it was mostly books and magazines and the television that was giving me that sense, um, of a, of a larger, larger world and a larger sense of options. And that did a lot. And, um, I just know, I think about how different it would be in better and worse ways. Um, Definitely. I, I certainly also think about how many uh, dumb thoughts I had as a kid, indulgent thoughts that would have been indulgently enabled if I had um, the current social media landscape. But at the very least, I, I grew up fairly short on people who, on people that I could recognize as thinking or existing like me. Um, so that difference is kind of poignant to me. Um, and seeing what, if, if I go to Broken Hill now where I grew up, like seeing that it is very different for kids now. Um, and then the other thing that I was just talking about um, with my partner Hannah this morning is the idea that of because of me growing up that way, like I've I've um, once I moved here to Canberra and found a lot of people who were more on my wavelength alignment wise, I realized that I'm the sort of person who does my best thinking in conversation and you know in a networked way. Like I think better as part of a networked larger organism, and I realized that when I was younger and I didn't have the opportunity to do that. The way I did that was parasocially, as in reading interview, reading one human being in conversation with another, or watching, you know, interview. I just used to, I just used to devour interviews, and watch interviews and listen to interviews where I could. Any that sort of format, even now, is still like it, what helps me think is listening to two is being a passive audience an invisible to them audience to two other people debating something out. And social media is offers me a ton of that. And that abidingly with all of the other hellscape, um, idiocy that is being shared there. Um, and, um, 
you know, uh, and the optimization for conflict that maybe that's the other thing we can talk about is, is the optimized is optimization for conflict, uh, intrinsic to social media with all of that, the idea of being able to parasocially engage with the ideas of others where they don't know I'm there, but, um, they're debate, they're discussing something in a way that's useful to me, um, where my brain can feel like it's part of that discussion and effectively be so that's been really useful. See this, this time I talked for a long time. Um, take, if you, uh, jump on any of that, Chris, or just jump on the idea of whether you think the optimized for conflict thing is a, is a critical thing. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the thing that jumped out at me to, to think about. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure, obviously. Um, I think that, uh, like if, if you think across all the existing models of social media, you don't have to wander very far into any conversation that involves things that people seriously think that are contested. Um, that it sort of instantly devolve into to conflict. But uh, I'm also, I mean, the question is like, is that is that any different from waking life? I mean, the the, the flavor and feel of it is entirely different. And I think I don't know. It, it's it's a common observation, but it, I I, th I think that there's something to um like where you have a an in-person exchange of ideas with someone you don't know um, and you disagree about something, it doesn't turn to as heated a conflict because you do you are materially face-to-face -face and um, you have to deal with, at the very least, the consequences of what it is to insult someone um, and, and or, or um, the consequences of forcefully telling someone that they're wrong. And I don't mean as in there'll be violent consequences. I just mean like most people don't want to yell at strangers um, um yeah. and, and most people yeah most people don't want to make other people feel bad for what they think in person that's that's uh, not everyone obviously but but really what uh, the, the difference is astounding between online behavior and in-person behavior people online often really do as a first response want to yell at strangers is the real difference mm. um yeah. and yeah it's and again like just saying that it's a flavor and feel difference is saying a lot like it's a flavor and feel difference uh in terms of communication, which makes perfect sense. Like, you know, if you go and if you're in a room and one person is behind Perspex glass and you sit down and talk to them through a little, through a phone, you pick up a phone receiver and you talk to them through the Perspex glass, that has a different feel and flavor that radically changes the feeling of the conversation. So of course, like the um, delivery system of communication changes communication and what you're going to do. Um, I would say um, the... Yeah, it's the idea of um, optimizing for conflict is currently seems like it's at least a bit of, fun of a function of the idea of, you know, social media as an owned space where the owners are creating an engagement product. And so they're doing, they, they're taking the quickest route towards engagement. So it does no, feel like but you, you see it happen under recipes, you know, you see, you see it everywhere. <laughs> like, like that, that's sure, what but, I thought but, as well. Um, but like anywhere where you, you, you've got the exchange. I agree, and but you know, but again, even then, you see it under recipes because there is, you know, algorithmic shushing, um in the space that's about the recipes as well. But I do agree that it's worth looking at: is there just a, um, yeah, is it, if you have a critical mass of people, is it just is it going to tend towards, um, you know, well, we're just going to find a spicy binary take to kind of back and forth on. Um, and then you'll, you know, and, and then really, cause I mean, the other interesting thing about social media, and I say that this is the other thing that is absurd, would be absurd for me not to say like my engagement with social media is that I'm a lurker 
And so yeah. I feel like the, the the place that I'm compromised around, particularly compared to someone like yourself, who's, you know, re- certainly relative to me, like a high, high volume poster in terms of the effects that social media has on me, like I'm, I'm probably not the best person to judge the outlier effects of what, or even the normal effects of what social media does, because here's how I interact with social media, extremely moderately, like uh, in a very restrained um, space. I post extremely rarely. When I do, all I'm doing is either doing that thing that people complain about uh, from the previous generation of social media, I would say, which is just trying to curate a sense of like, look how great my life is. You know, as in, I just wait until I have a great photo of me just appear in the world. And then I post that on Instagram with like a one line caption um, with, you know, like it's an anti-vulnerability strategy or I'm posting about, um, the, I'm posting happy birthday to someone on their birthday, or I'm posting that I have a gig and I want, I'm trying to promote something in a really kind of naked way. And you see the, I do it in cringe way. Number three, which is to make jokes about promoting things on the social media as I do it, which obviously sucks, but you know, all the options suck. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah. And, um, the, and that's it. Otherwise, I'm on it heaps, but I'm just reading other people. I'm just doing that parasocial. I'm just passive. And um, so, yeah, I would never, I'm never going to talk about my <laughs> mental health, my experience, the world, my emotions online. I'm never going to, I'm not going to ha- try and have an argument with someone about anything, no matter how frivolous ever. Um, not, not since, yeah, I mean, early social media, I was like everyone else, you know, getting excited about the opportunities of it. And I would get on, you know, circa 2009 and I would debate people about, um, I don't know, uh, LGBT rights, etc. And then, and you know, as a, you know me enough, listeners of this podcast know me well enough as a speaker, uh, to know what the big limitation for me is as a typist, I'm exactly the same as I am as a speaker, extremely long winded social media isn't optimized for me because <laughs> the set, the sentences I write are too long. Like, and back in the day when I was taking part in comments, thread debates, I would, I would take an hour to write like a multi-paragraph response and no one's going to read it, you know? And, um, plus it's sucking hours and hours. And so, yeah, for me, like, I'm not going to just write something impulsively or off the cuff. Uh, ever. And so, yeah, like there's a whole level of what all those things add up to the fact there's a whole level of what social media even is for people that I'm not engaging with. And if you asked me, it's funny because if you asked me, uh, if you told me to do it, I would be like, I really don't want to do it because <laughs> I think it, because I don't think it would be good for me. So that, that, that does compromise me around, it almost, you know, my argument for no social media is great is is very much a kind of social media is great. Just don't use it the way that it it's tending towards you using it <laughs> is is maybe a mealy mouthed thing. No, I don't think it's an unfair way to to look at it because you know we can't like as I said last episode, you know we can't look at things from the perspective of other people fit as with the wealth that we can use our own perspective and sharing that. I mean, even just hearing that observation of the difference between us and how we use it is already like you know it, there's 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 going to be 8 billion different um, iterations of how people are motivated to use it and yes. what they use it for and, you know, what they get out of it and st- struggle with from it. I think I think the, the bigger question is um, its existence at all is serves as an augmentation of social interactions in the real world and, and – um, and its success exposes our appetite for more so more of those social exchanges across a whole manner of fields than um, you know most of us have. But the cost of that augmentation does involve some cannibalization of a couple of things, including 
Like it's not just real world interactions, but the things that come with that, which is developing certain skills to navigate um, real world interpersonal situations or real world, um, yeah, you know, conversations, uh, socialization, intimate connections, uh, arguments, uh, um, status, awkwardnesses, status, like- <laughs> or, yeah, awkwardnesses, yeah, boredom, yeah, um, yep, and, and I think like. So, so for me, so I've, I've kind of like narrowed down my social media usage to Instagram because it's a media, because, you know, like you, um, you know, we've, we've, we, I was an adult before these things, um, came to exist and have a, um, and have now had, you know, that decades of navigating, you know, what works and what doesn't work for me, um, and finding that, um, and I, and I'm pretty comfortable on Instagram because I'm not a visually, um, motivated person. Like I, I don't have a strong visual conception of the world. And so it's not that interesting, not that interesting to me or compelling to like want to be mm. in everything that's there. And also it doesn't hurt me. Like I, I found that I've, I used other platforms and, and I would overall have like pain from the usage, even if like I was, you know, have lots of moments of, of enjoying it and was very prolific there. And, um, you know, and did genuinely encounter people that I would never have seen otherwise and feel really grateful for those, um, interactions, even if they're, you know, only fleeting or whatever, or just jokes or whatever. And I found that overall it was too strong an incentive for me to be in those spaces that, that I didn't like. Um, but there's like, so I, so I only, I I mentioned Instagram by name because that's one that's very clearly correlated now between, uh, there's a, there's a, so this, the, so the suicide rate of young girls has really strongly risen since the existence of Instagram. And it's like down to the year, um, and it's usage. Um, and it's, it's like slightly higher for, um, you know, younger women, but, 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 but there's a, there's a age of young girl that like, it's like tripled or something. And it's, it, you know, sort of like 11 and 12 where, the, where obviously the numbers are really meager anyway, fortunately, but um it's it's notable and 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 that's a trend that's across but because they're big and and i i only picked this one because it's a, it's the only one that I, uh, that I have encountered studies of but it would be i'm sure there would be deleterious effects of all the different types of social media based on what your personality type is and, and your your incentive to to like you know how drawn to that flame you are and then the question is like okay well um you know there are strong incentives to do any number of human behaviors that are that are not edifying that are punishing for the individual that we don't want to get rid of because you want to live in a society where you can navigate those, um, uh, you know, like including, you, you know, like entertaining, like watching entertainment might be more compelling than, than, you know, walking to the bus and going to a job or something like that. But we want both of those things to exist. Like we want, we want people to have the capacity to enjoy entertainment that's easily accessible or whatever. I, I, yeah. I don't think you have too many people saying that you shouldn't have that. And, and I think social media is the same, like, um, you know, you, the, the, the benefits of being able to connect with others and, um, like it would, it would be super cruel to take, to take that away from people. But then th- that doesn't mean that there isn't a real cost for that in aggregate. And then the question is, is that cost something that like, what would a world look like in which that cost was as minimum? minimized as much as possible does it look like you don't you no longer have social media or does it look like just a different conception of what we have now it's easy it's easy to imagine like just to affirm what you're saying there it's easy to imagine in the same way that someone 
living in an isolated community, like in, you know, again, using the remote Australia example, that someone could, that being in a remote um, location could give such a stullifying and monochromatic view of the world. And then if that view of the world is one that you feel you cannot fit in or succeed in, it's easy to imagine a person becoming suicidal in that context. It's equally easy to assume that someone with who's taking part in what feels like an, ex, an overwhelmingly expansive social media environment, but then that environment then feels stullifyingly not a place where the person can thrive or do well, that that would also make the person feel suicidal, like as reliably. Um, It's in a way it feels like, yeah, either extreme can create a problem of imagination space, particularly like the illusion, like, because social media, I think about this with dating apps as well. If you're in a reserve or uh, a comment that um, a friend of mine um, who has a really conspiratorial bent of mind the other day and uh, was, was talking about literally just said, well, you know, I know about this stuff because I'm on the internet more than anyone else, you know, so I know more about this stuff, you know. It's that idea Yikes. of um, false... Yeah, exactly. But, like, literally it's that false abundance idea, the idea it's like, oh, well, you know, I'm in this space and there's all this vastness in this space and I'm engaging with all of it. But the problem is scale... It's so hard to understand the scale of existence and how um, overstuffed very very specific pockets can get and still just be very specific pockets. Like it very, you know, sensibly, if you're on social media, you're on whatever little pocket of social media you're in. But unfortunately, that little pocket could still have hundreds of thousands of people in it, which can create the sense that that is the world in the exact same way that you could think that like, oh, Dubbo is the world if you're stuck in Dubbo. Dubbo's yeah. fine. It's a, and exactly the same. Much more remote. In the, way, in the sense that like whatever pocket of 100,000 people that you find yourself in online, there will be an equivalent polar opposite pocket of 100,000 people. Yes. Yeah. It's a little bit, we were talking, off mic, we were talking about um, just, I was talking and uh, rabbiting you with the idea of, you know, talking to people who are diagnosing their stresses or their concerns about what's happened in society. And when you hear what they're saying, you're like, oh, that's just happening in one very specific, often online discourse part of society. And most of the world is has never even heard of that. And I think- yeah. um, I would say if there's a way to break down these like really um, potentially one of the really harmful effects, the version of the really harmful effects that you're talking about, a thing that occurs to me is just anything where you can, you know, not just replace, where you can avoid the part of social media or, or mitigate this part of social media where you leave Plato's cave just to go into a slightly bigger cave, like where you can actually, you know, where, where you like a better version of social media is uh, social media is better when it's expanding people's uh, when it's disrupting people's sense of how the world works rather than giving them a, a bleakly um, policed version of how the world works or even worse, just being a policed world. That's the, that's the, you know, that's the, the problem is like social media as much as any other social space has just, just has the risk of just being heavily policed in a way that, um, uh, is going to be a game of winners and losers in the same way that like, you know, a local church or a workplace or whatever is going to be a game of winners and losers in terms of like, if it leans hard into these are the scripts of acceptability or not. So, so again, yet again, that's kind of circle that just circles it back around to being like, yeah, this is just a lot of humanity, a lot of human, on the one hand, it's a lot of human phenomena at scale. You know, this is the part when people just are like, Oh, I hate, you know, when people vilify it, in a certain way, you know this, Chris, it gets my hackles up because it just feels like misanthropy. Like it just mm. feels like 
what people just being like, oh, everyone on there is an everyone on there is an idiot and the worst, and it's you know like humankind should all be burnt to the ground. And I just have I just have very little patience for that. The idea of like most of what people are complaining about on one level is just like humans being how humans are, but then. Also, obviously it's different because there's nothing, social media isn't the same thing saying social media is just the same thing that's always been going on. It's not like it has its own flavor and feel and it has it and it, and, and at the very least it has its own scale. And, um, yeah. And there is hopefulness for me in that scale because, you know, like, um, human arguments as a group organism, the point of us arguing and, uh, being in conflict and sitting in awkwardness isn't for any one iter- iteration of that to hit any particular outcome. It's for as many um, possible iterations of that to happen at scale and cross-reference each other to create a better, to just create larger data sets for better decision making. Um, and that's not an efficient process. Like, obviously, it'd be easy to look at it and be like, well, social media is not delivering that. And it's like, well, no, it's not delivering that with any efficiency, but that doesn't mean it's not delivering it over a, a vast time scale. Um, in a way that is is still relatively faster because of the scale that it's happening at, but um, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's obviously at the, at the very least, it's obviously delivering useful information to um, commercial realms because the, the valuations of these places are huge, and that's and as you say, m- most people don't pay a cent to use them. So, so the yeah, so there is obviously useful information to glean from them. That makes me want to quickly digress, and obviously, you know, any any chance I get to put the boot into journalists, and it's somewhat illustrative of the points we're making, but also it's just a chance to criticise journalists, but seeing the disruptions on Twitter, which you want to talk about a space where I just lurk. I would never tweet a tweet. I only lurk on it. For me, I mostly look at it as a, as a joke format. I came to it late. I've only been on Twitter for a few years, and I go there for jokes, and um, a bunch of just like elderly comic book readers, like posting panels from their favorite seventies and eighties comics. And um, yes, like I, you know, I get X amount of news information from there, and uh, and it's as you know, it's the same garbage as every everything else. But I would never tweet, you know, a, a tweet the sort of tweet that might be responded to or start a Twitter conversation. But obviously, journalists is it, you know, uh, one of the core populations on Twitter. And it's been funny now that it's um, seen as a space that, you know, now that you're in the, in the Elon Musk era, you have a lot of people being like, oh, we can't, we've, we've you know, we're feeling that now we're fe- suddenly feeling that Twitter is bad and it has changed, but we're also, you know, and we're complaining about it and, and talking about it as a fait accompli that we're leaving, even though we don't seem to be leaving at scale at all, which is like cringe in its own way. But also like, I've just had a lot of, to, uh, journalists on podcasts and a lot of people to, and and on Twitter just complaining in an unbelievably unself-aware way about how no this is a crit- this is a critical career space for us and now it's been taken away you know this is this has been so important this is a platform that we've had and now it's been taken and now we don't have it anymore and that's a huge bummer and it sucks and um to me like a population just spending a decade on a on a quote unquote free platform and just under interrogating what was going on with that the whole time uh, and let just letting themselves grow complete letting their industry grow completely dependent on a on an owned property um, and then like have no plan have no preparedness for the disruption there um, is uh, shouting for to me but also like just yeah like um, indicative of the um, you know, like a lot of people, a lot of the trouble people are having on social media is the trouble they're having with anything. It's like they engage with things and they use things and they do things and they don't examine it a lot. 
you know, mm. they don't, then, you know, or they do, they complain about it and they examine it rhetorically, but they don't really, you know, there's that, there's not that extra level of, there's, there's not a, there's not a calibration, you know, there's only a tending to, there's not a moderation or a calibration, uh, moment to moment. There's not a sense of like, oh, I better, I better put this in a zone. And again, you have heaps of people performatively doing that with a bunch of like, oh, I have this app that restricts my social media or I'm doing a social media fast or whatever. But again, like unkindly, I'm reading most of that as just, again, it's just people who aren't, it's just another, it's just a swing in the, it's, it's a swing in their repression and dysregulation cycle around their. Yeah. I don't think it's an ungenerous reading. I think it's a reading based on, um, observable behavior across time because it's not it's not a new phenomenon and it's it, uh, uh, did you say it to me like there's uh, probably not but there's no better predictor for someone to be on twitter than they've announced that they're quitting twitter <laughs> like, like uh, yeah I, it, it, that, it, was, it, that was it, me it, yeah it goes back to um our aestheticism conversation and you know like it's it's, it's the same with dieting behavior it's the same with, with anything where you make we make a grand declaration that the thing that you do all the time is something you're never going to do again that's just not how it often works for most people and it's not how it needs to work it's not no, that's exa- not the exactly, that's exactly. Not, that's not, it's not the thing yeah so yeah so and yeah clearly i get activated around it in an irritation way and you know i get activated in an irritation way around tons of the behavior i see in social media and I don't know. Like I, I really value. <laughs> I've, yeah, I just value knowing what so much about what humans are like, and and what human, and you know, like there's the even with the kind of quote unquote echo chamber problems of Twitter, I do feel of, of social media of all these social media's. I do feel like um there is also almost a comforting phenomenon as well. Like uh, for someone as me who's not a someone like me who's not a misanthrope, there's a comfort in seeing. Uh, even the drudgy human behaviors replicate across, you know, across the globe. Um, and, you know. There's uh, definitely a great benefit to seeing the humanity of different people. Like, and, and I don't mean that in a positive or negative sense. I just mean like. Um, literally, they're like, it's, it's how, written, like how, how they are. Yeah, exactly. Like you could go on Twitter and like, you know, the, you could see the great esteemed writer, um, you know, Richard Dawkins, who's there and he'll be complaining about, Two hours wait, EasyJet. This is unacceptable. You've just lost a customer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I haven't seen exactly that, but that's a flavor of something I've seen a lot and I find very funny. I, I mean, I remember at first I was shocked when I was on Twitter because I used to love Flight of the Concords. It was a very funny show. You know, those those guys are goofs. Um, yep. And then Jermaine is spending his I'm like, you know, to me, I'm like, this is a guy who's been really successful from, from making jokes. He's got to make a show that was funny. You know, they quit, quit doing it at a good time. And he's just spending all day, you know, calling Donald Trump an orange chimpanzee and, you know, you idiot, how can you do this? I'm like, why is, yeah. why, why are you doing this with your time? You can do whatever you want. Yeah, like, you, 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 you're you free. Fall. You're free. And, oh, um, so, and, and, it's, that's, and that's funny to see because then you're like, oh, everyone is a moron <laughs> in, in a good no way. Great, n- no greater leveler in a good way. But, yeah, no greater leveler for me than seeing people who create, you know, uh, writers or creative types who, you know, whose work output I find intimidating or impressive and then just seeing them be complete morons on uh, social media, even just in the sense of like, oh, just like get off, like take a break. Like, yeah. And um, yeah, but the, um, yeah. And that, but I don't know, like for me, for me, all of this experience, like, yes, it makes me irritated with people. It makes me clearly judgmental and eye rolly of people, but it also gives me a lot of generosity and grace towards people in a way that suggests, yeah, 
it, that does a lot of people don't seem to have that. And then I wonder, I'm just like, well, are you just this? I mean, the clangingly lame thing to say, but like, are you just taking yourself into it? <laughs> like, other way, like, you know, is it? is social media giving people a lack of generosity and grace towards each other or is or is it just revealing a relative lack of generosity and grace in the pop, in the population like in the same way like i don't have a more moderate chill experience with um social media for any other reason well maybe a bit because of my age but like but not really cuz heaps of people my age are having a very different experience to me i think it's just cuz of just the various things that just happen to happen to my personality that I took in, you know, not for bed, which like have other costs. Like there are other, s- certainly there are other parts of my life where my levels of regulation and control are lower. And, you know, if people are noticing that I would be happy for them to pass judgment on that. Um, and that's why I feel chill to pass judgment on people in this space. Again, it's just, it, it is doing things to humanity, but it's mostly just revealing humanity. Like, yeah, and and that 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 revelation is a huge jewel, but it comes at the cost of I think a user experience, which is on the whole like for most people a mild negative on average. That that's that's my um, that's an impression. That's not that's not a reality. But I just feel like even the people like I think that we're just so wired to have um, status comparisons and uh, like in in whatever value set we have where I think that, that that it's impossible not to make those you know like you know whether you, your value is you see yourself as someone who is you know um, caring to others or attractive or clever or like no matter what it is that you see about yourself um, there's the capacity to have that augmented at a scale that is not usefully um, that you're not usefully designed for um, you know, like the, the, that, that explosion into sort of, you know, near infinite um, number of examples of whatever it is. I, I just think that it's of, of whatever your subculture or interest or um, selfhood or, uh, you know, information preference or style of communication is, I, I just think that there's, there's an anxiety that comes with that for ev- for all users, I think. I, I like I I could I could be wrong, but I think that like the the benefit is we get we get to get the best of jokes and we get to get the best of you know ideas exchanged. We get the best of most compelling ways to present information and all that stuff. And those are really I'm not I'm not cycling through those quickly because they're small. Those are enormously good things to have. Um, you know, and, we, and we, the understanding that we get across the species is 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 really significant and useful. Um, and exhilarating. Like I, I love it. You know, I I am um, I engage in it. But I, I I do think that it's it's not for free and it's not a small cost either. It's not a small cost. I do I do love like there was some professional comedian who at one point was on a podcast and talking about the jokes thing where she was like, oh yes, yeah, comedians we were so smug we thought we were the funny people and then yeah, social media nah. came along and we and we and we were like, oh everyone's really funny. But the um so you know there's there's stuff like that that's really valuable to me and you know jokes is our number two ranked idea at the moment yeah one hundred twenty six yeah, yeah but um. But, um, yeah, I, I do, again, without knowing it's, I think your assessment that most people are having a mildly, at least a mildly negative bad time with it, uh, worst time with it, um, is perfectly plausible. Um, I think it's interesting to me, like it's so, it's so observably that because of it, it status is a fairly recent phenomenon, um, and because of how many people are discussing their experience with it in those ways, I think it's, I, my hunch is that that's probably also the case for a few other things on our list, which again, probably just means that this is the zone it's in, like that are less contested as, um, 
you know, I think sensibly the same is true for jobs. Um, sensibly, yeah. I mean, you know, something like marriage, don't know, had no idea, but possibly, you know, like I feel like um, the, <laughs> if I don't know how, I don't know how many people would write a happy versus unhappy per se. It's like a dumb question with no answer. But, you know, if you, if you were going to ask most people to give you like a report on that day, certainly about their, their current experience of their interaction with the, with all of the, in, of the in, with the institutional structures, like the institutions, organizations, projects, processes of their life. Yeah, I wonder, <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but um, it's not implausible to me that that would also get a, everyone's having a mildly worse time. Yeah, type which thing. would pass. Which how again, many things that people do with their time would pass a six out of 10? That's it. Yeah. Which again, which again, we're not rating it. We're not rating social media or any of these things based on their current no. existence. We're rating them on the idea of like uh, of how they could exist in a society that was created through a perfectly ranked list of best things to worst. But um, I do think, I think it's like yeah. I, my sense is that I mean, obviously, social media was never going to be like um, threatening any of the top ideas on our list. And um, if anything's going to make it like a little bit lower again, it's going to be the idea that some of that cost-laden stuff is well. Again, I think it's a great candidate for just ending up in a, in a point of the list which is going to be defined by what you need to have underneath it to keep out of it and what you need to have above it. So it might end up being a really easy normy one to rank. But I think the the questions we raised at the top in terms of are the really cost-laden aspects of it kind of baked in? I think it's tending towards yes. I think the to me. I, we can talk about it more, but I think the one that I did identify as for me as the most, um, as the as the the spiciest one, which is the idea of, is it being owned by a smaller group of specialized interests intrinsic to it? I'm going to go out on a limb and say I think it isn't, but then I think a lot of the other things, as you say, the <laughs> the idea of it as a as a narrativizer of status in a really in a in a way that is super reductive and spicy, I think is. Um, is pretty hard to is is not just going to be lifted out of it. You're going to have to. Uh, it's going to be you're going to be ranking it in a way that ameliorates that because it is intrinsic to it. I think. Yeah, yeah, I I, th- I think that's the same. I think I mean I, that that is that is almost the point of it in in a way. Um, be, because yeah. and I should say because of the definition that we gave it at the top, which is uh, where we're talking about things that their whole intention is to have everybody there or as many people as possible. Like, you know, it, you could mount a case that you could have a type of social media that's, you know, solely based on the people that you have personally met and interact with and it's limited to interaction. Like, you know, but it's, it kind of changes what it is from what we're talking about. So It's not the um, same thing. Yeah, no, it's not at all. Not, we, know, we know what we're talking about from the conversation that we've just had. The, the final thing I'd add, it, assuming that you're moving towards going to the list, certainly happy to hear more from you, um, is that... Way is that it's i think a really interesting part of it is it's something that we volunteer voluntarily spend our time on most people like very few people are forced to be there yeah um and it you it would be a vanishingly small percentage of users that are fanatics about the platforms themselves like like okay a lot of people go out to the supermarket and buy vianetta and i feel like there'd be more fans of There'd be more people that would say, oh, I love Vianetta. Vianetta is so great than would say, oh, I love Facebook. Facebook is so great, which is so funny. No one does. Like, thank you for saying this. This is really key. Like, everyone complains. Like, people only complain about it or 
they at the very least they don't say positive things. No one, no one's wearing a Facebook t-shirt. No one's wearing. No one's even even like whatever. No one's wearing, walking around in a blue sky t-shirt at the moment. If they who isn't working for that company, um, any of the upset places. Every the reason every uh com- every company startup who tries to create a utopian social media fails immediately at the imagination space zone is that their idea is always oh social media but without these without this one to three things that everyone hates about it which is just such a dumb way to think about designing anything um you have as in regardless of what's good or bad about social media if you're trying to make a better facebook or a better twitter you have to start you as the designer have to start in good faith on the premise that okay twitter is incredible at these things how do we outdo that not how but not it's so awful we just have to be uh, we just have to remove the awfulness, but yeah. yeah I mean, I say, also think it's, that it's it's just like okay, there's someone had to be there reiterating and and thinking and designing and trying. But I think what the latest you know switch that uh, Elon Musk is doing to X is like uh, like by rebranding is so um, jaw dropping to watch. Is because like oh no, people don't so know funny. Like, how to make something good. Like like you know they I mean don't. you know Zuckerberg didn't conceive of what Facebook is now at the beginning at all no. like at, at not even slightly um you know not even a bit yeah yeah and so and then you know and and he's done ex- an exact an, I'd say an even stronger um faux pas version by being like okay I know how to design this I'm going to design the metaverse and this is what everyone's going to want to go on no you don't have, you don't have a clue like and 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 again it's too much to say don't have a clue as in anybody could do it because materially not anybody everybody does do it um and it does take some work and the reiterating and you know the capacity to listen and um statistically listen and to and to um you know a b test and whatever whatever else and, and to engineer etc but it's not it's not what we think that it is in that like someone has sat down and thought everybody, this is how everyone's going to love to live. Boom. I'm going to build it. I did it correctly. That, that, that's not. No, it. exactly. Um, it's, it was a little bit of, um, it was some, cre- there was some creative problem solving around a very specific thing. I mean, really it's the, the start of social media in terms of your Facebooks and your MySpaces, things like that. Um, it is the absolute proving epitome of, uh, counterculture being the pump of culture as in it was done by a very specific person for a very specific subculture like a university campus like it was a micro audience event <laughs> that was made with absolute specificity and the for, for a variety of reasons everything that ever becomes chokingly ubiquitous clearly has to start that way you know mm-hmm. you 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 have to yeah we'll talk we can talk about that in in some when we're ranking some concept that really spreads that out but the idea people trying to think mass market (laughs) as a starting point. It, it doesn't, at least when you, at least for tasks that require creativity, which is most things, most designs, like it doesn't, it can't work that way. It has to be, it has to be vanishingly niche and weird to have the juice that can make it vast. But yeah, but circling around, it's just, again, it's just such a good point, Chris. Like it is, there are a few things that people do so much of that they pay the so much anti lip service to mm. <laughs> like if if i mean i guess people complain about their jobs forever and marriage and kids and all kinds of things i guess people have to complain but not but the those way. are things of, of a greater of arguable utility to your immediate life, you know. And they also and they also people plenty people often say nice things about those things as well. Yeah, yeah And they yeah. never never do about social media. I mean, people barely do about the internet anymore, which is like cr- unbel- which is wild, you know. Like yeah, the fact yeah, that you have you, you, you barely even, you barely even have supporters of the concept of the internet now rhetorically. And again, maybe we're like I don't know, maybe we're um maybe we're hyper-specific in our context, maybe in other countries, parts of the world, people are like really vibing on social media um, or at least not as trapped in a annoying 
like, uh, you know, middle-class uh, asceticism cycle around it. But, yeah, it's, it, is, it is still a really good point. Um, other things to talk about before we look at the Redankinets? Um, look, if we had six hours to rank this, then I'd want to talk about, like, like falling for exactly that trap of, like, conceiving how you could design this to be a, a um, flawless thing. But I think, I, I think like, inevitably you're going to be outcompeted. Like, the, the thing that's compelling to people is, uh, to use it, is also the, 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 the spectrum of human experiences that you can have on it. So any anything that designed to minimize that would just make it less successful than another version. The design, like, again, the there is, this is, and this is the thing that maybe bumps it up again, is, like, there is a desire, like, you know, the thing that it is, because, again, any argument which is about, oh, no, the way to make it better is to um, curate down, like, as soon as you're making any suggestion, which is like, oh, you're seeing and interacting with less people, that's not what it is. <laughs> like, and mm. the fact that that's, the fact that that's not what it is, is clearly there is some level of human drive to maximize connection to, uh, human beings in a way like they were and and to have a sense of the mass market i mean and that i think that's true going right back to just the you know print the radio and tv you know there is a sense part of it is servicing just a nice sense of like no humans don't get enough out of just their local village they don't like or, mm. or no, most people don't some people i'm sure definitely do most people want more than that and there is extreme wholesomeness attached to those wants that's not it's not a vainglorious or a deleterious want in and of itself it's a nice one it's a good one um to want to have a mass to want to have a mass socialization experience um is what is uh should be an un uncontroversial point my, um, my final thing i'm going to say before the ranking oh sorry but also mm. no you go uh, is that I've optimized my Facebook experience perfectly. Like I, um, I only, the only thing that comes up in my algorithm now is, um, things related to the Geelong football club, which uh, I just can't get enough of. And, uh, there's a group that I'm in, which is called, uh, old Hungarian, like traditional Hungarian baked goods and meals. And it's yes. every single post is just somebody saying, I hadn't made this for years, but I, I, you know, I just, I picked the cherries this morning and, um, soaked them. And, and now here's the, here's the strudel. And I thought I'd have it with, um, you know, this paprika stewed potatoes. And then it would just be 2000 people liking it. And every single comment is looks good to your health. That's great. I make uh, it like this. Like so good. I've never seen an argument. <laughs> it's just, it's only positivity around food. And that's, that seems to sit right in my hind brain. Just like, yes, this is, this is a good scrolling experience. Good scrolling experience. And you've given me one more stripe in its favor, even though, again, this is a stripe that you don't necessarily need social media for you because it existed before, but social media is the best way to deliver it that we've yet invented. Some social relationships are best when they are parasocial, straight yeah. up. As in, yeah, I don't some, think I've ever commented on it. Yeah, some exactly like some people. Some people you are going to really improve your life by interacting with them, by knowing them, and the way, but not by knowing them, knowing them, not by having to, not by having to have a back and forth reciprocal social interaction with them on a regular basis. Sometimes, yeah, those people. And again, like to me, everything, you know, celebrity is one of our lower ranked ideas. To me, that is the good version of what celebrity is trying to offer, which is like a, which is a parasocial relationship. And again, that's a, that's a term that gets thrown around now because people have come to understand it through like weird podcast fans being weird. And, um, 
it's uh, so it's just got a negative valence in the discourse. People are like, ooh, parasocial relationships. Parasocial relationships are one of the type of relationships you can have, and you can have great ones. I miss that discourse. Like, yeah, it's credit to you. The um, yeah, like my favorite parasocial relationship on Instagram is with Tumbleweed Tommy. He's just a nice kind of innocent vibe guy in the US who just um puts on Western gear. Like he's just obsessed with Western gear. Puts like clothing. Puts, puts it on, talks about his outfit. Um, obviously, he just gets sent a lot of Western gear now, and um, that's the whole thing. It's just him. And, you know, and then it's just everyone on the, uh, yeah, it's every comment is just like, looking good, Tommy. Like, that's it. Yeah. Do you follow No Fizzy on Instagram? I do follow No Fizzy on Instagram. Yeah, exactly. The epitome. Yep. Guy, but guy uh, that also feels at- like a swing back where it's people want to go out of their way to have wholesome interactions because of the unpleasantness. So, uh, I, oh, do you think that's not true? Nah, I, I think it's just always been part of what's going on. I think it's just part of what's been going on the whole time. I mean, sure, like any individual or any group of people at one point might be doing a swing one way or the other. But I think, um, yeah, but I don't think it's, uh, yeah, I think I think it would be disingenuous to say, to, like to lift it out and say that, no, it's a reaction against what social media is. It's one of the things that social media is. Fair, 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 fair. All right, um, let's let's get ranking. I'm, I think we're in the top half of the list. Um, what do you think? Do you think that's controversial? I don't think it's. Let's have a little look. I reckon. So if we go, I think the first the first really um, spicy idea. So for me, if we go down the list, twenty, forty, fifty, the for, <laughs> for me, the top fifty four ideas at the moment are our real like. Top. This is the top heaviness of the list. Mm. Um, the uh, as in, I'm like, all these ideas are just good ideas. These are like going on the arc for me, and that ends at 54 at the moment with hyperbole. Like hyperbole, great idea. If you don't know why, check out our episode on hyperbole. So anything is going down from there. Um, so I'll do a little run underneath from going from 55 down. Uh, folly, boredom at 56. Taxes, acting, academia. Psychology, to me, that's where it's turning towards the harm, pets, gyms, pornography. I don't know if um, social media is better than pornography. Intersectionality, heroes, pacifism, esports, the male at 69, our kind of originally posited sort of, um, you know, archetypally mid-ranked idea. Taking turns under that, worship, nostalgia, underdog, anniversaries, jobs. So once we get to jobs, then I think we're into really like the bottom of what's kind of comparable. Underneath that, cruises, cheating, uh, cuckold, cults, uh, podcasts, name-calling, nudity. I think we're getting down to a sort of ceiling, like a, a yeah, no, uh, sorry, not, not the opposite ceiling, a basement there. Yeah. Anyways, so I know that was a bunch of ideas anywhere in and around there that sparked or, you know, any, any ideas where you were like, oh, it's better or better than that or worse than that? No. Can you run up from the very bottom? Did you did you have any? I, I My instinct was, it was about two-thirds of the way down. It felt good, but I, I didn't, um, didn't yeah, hang, the, hang that sim- on to anything. Similar-ish. Again, let's let's do it again because it's it's uh, fun to do to yep. take burns through the list. Because, yeah, oh, yeah, because down under Nudie a bit. So I'm going to go up from journalism because obviously journalism definitely worse. Actually, perfection actualization above that nudity yeah, they're all worse. They're all those are all worse. So really, going up from name calling, which I think is um, name calling is an interesting <laughs> idea to rank it against because because yeah. again, an idea 
lots lots of fun to be had there lots of great thing and even some good kind of there's some it's the real that's a real uh, third rail of like everything that can be great about social interaction with everything that can be bad so going up from name calling name calling podcasts cults this is going up cuckold cheating cruises jobs anniversaries underdog nostalgia worship taking turns mail esports pacifism heroes intersectionality pornography Gyms, pets, harm, psychology, academia, acting, taxes, boredom, folly, and then hyperbole up there. I'm feeling sort of around male, um, like, mm. yeah, maybe above or below esports um, and pacifism, like in and around that kind of esports pacifism kind of space. Heroes is a bit dicey. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think pets, gyms, and pornography are better. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah, I think intersectionality is an interest. Yeah, I think intersectionality and social media are kind of weirdly. It's funny because you know they get they tend to be a delivery system for each for dis- discussions of each other. Um, yeah, I think both of those they they probably they're just oddly, com- oddly comparable because they're just both ideas that we're in. Ep- we've done episodes on both now where I've uh, been inclined to stick up for both of them a bit despite their um, front reps. But also knowing that there is, you know, <laughs> that that they are pretty cost laden. Yeah, I just just want to say is is like, are you fully comfortable with social media not being very high? Um, I think this. I mean, a on the list that we've got, this is decently high. Yeah, like, it is. yeah, yeah. But you know, but you know what yeah. I mean, though. Like, I know what you mean. No, I don't think I don't think of it as um, a I I it it is a unique cap. It's a unique way to do things. Um. And I do protect it there, but I don't think it's, um, you know, the things that I, I think it's a unique way to do things. And a lot of the things it does are really good in a way that I, um, want there to want to be elevated up. But that's for me, that's enough to make it like, it's not a, I don't think of it as a bad, as a, yeah, I, once we're, once we're down into cheating, then you've got some really cost laden ideas. I think it's above that. And then above that, Cruises jobs like I think it. I definitely think that it is better than jobs, just because jobs. I just think anything that's true as a criticism of social media. I just think jobs is way worse because that mm-hmm. is just such a. So as in, if you apply it globally, like if you go, jobs, jobs are the way we have to live. Yeah, yeah, and and to be clear, jobs doesn't mean like just tasks. Job jobs has a spe- specific definition that we were looking at, and um, yes, really does deserve yeah. its place there. Yeah. Job, just you know, you got to have a job versus you know, jobifying stuff. Like again, listen to the the episode we did on it; it's great. And if you straight up, if you ask ask me to pick between a world where everyone had to be on social media versus a world where everyone had to have a job, um, I'll pick the social media world. Absolutely, both of them are bad. Like you would want to basically, you just want a world where you can have tons of opt out in on both. Yeah. But we're, we're I mean, we're demonst- we're closer to the everyone has a job world, and that's a worse world. <laughs> like that was yeah. that's 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 doing worse things in the world than social media is. Like absolutely. So um, again, so that's narrowing the band down a little. Um, above that, above jobs, you've got anniversaries. Is kind of just one of those ones where you're like, eh. Um, underdog. See, underdog and nostalgia and worship for me are just they're they're kind of mildly insidious ideas. So they're worse. Um, taking turns as well, mildly insidious idea. So really, I think we're in this little band where it's going up male, esports, pacifism, heroes, intersectionality. Do you have an idea? Are there any of those where you're like, these ones are definitely better than any of those ideas, definitely better than social media for you? 
out of intersectionality, heroes, pacifism, esports, and the male that was going down. Uh, no, I really, I really am struggling to place it because um, it's just such a big conceptual thing. Like you know, you can clean the imaginal world in which it doesn't exist, um, or does exist, and the difference between those. But it's not quite the same as these other concepts because it is its own. It's 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 kind of like a it's like an extra limb to the universe or something rather than yeah. You know, like you can okay, you can cleanly understand the world without esports, like what that would feel like for your day to day life, yeah, and the existence of everything. Um, whereas social media is, it yeah, it makes sense that this is one of our longest episodes. It, it is a really, it's a really cloudy um system. What 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 do you think? I, I mean, like instinctively, for for those reasons, because I'm sort of tepid on it overall, I, I just instinctively want to put it under things that I like a bit. And and that's not that's not necessarily the worst system, but I think we can do better for our listeners conversationally. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Um, so for me, um, it's it's much more that idea of like, yeah. Uh, again, I think doing the thing of like, would you would you opt into a world that where everyone has to engage with this isn't going to be the best comparison for all of these? But mm. um, I do think it's good for. I certainly think it's good for pacifism and heroes. Like, again, we, you know, we weren't super down on either of those when we ranked them, but both of them are just kind of, you know, both of those ideas, particularly, I think heroes in particular has, has a really, has shown, it's a really pervasively viral idea that when, uh, that has, and is interesting because it has a kind of snaky, it has a slipperiness of definition. It has, you can kind of redefine it again and again in a way where it kind of, like it can hyper propagate. Uh, but then, but doesn't have to be held to any specific value system, but then it does, it is an idea that puts kind of insidious things into the thought space, but also it has that flexibility as well. Like the fact that it, the fact that it can only self-replicate by sort of changing itself takes a bit of the, that's why it's not so low. Like it doesn't have as much teeth as some of these other ideas that just mm -hmm. kind of take where they take over and narrativize. So talking that out, I think um, it's not, again, it just means it's, it's not that, it's not that bad. It's just not that good. Pacifism is, is the same. Esports, the only reason it's under those things is just because it's like, you know, it's just uh, it's just a fun, nice kind of bounded, but very bounded thing, you know? Um, it doesn't have the, it's like the male. It's like, yeah, that's a way you can do it for sure. And you can have a lot of fun with it, but that's like not, it's, it doesn't have that sort of transcend, it doesn't have that transcendence. And, you know, pacifism is kind of, you know, esports doesn't have anything that's particularly lame about it. I mean, I'm sure like modern esports culture, I'm sure it has a lot of yeah, yeah, horrific yeah. Toxic yeah. toxicity, but, but the version we would create on this list is kind of doesn't have anything intrinsically bad about it. Um, uh, but pacifism has things that are intrinsically useful to the human thought experiment, um, that are unique to itself, which is why it's actively good and that's what puts it over esports heroes is kind of the same intersectionality is just a useful is just a pretty useful framework lens for um observing what's going on in social and human spaces as long as you don't use it try and use it entirely on its own or in a totalizing way oddly i'm leaning towards putting it just below heroes between heroes and pacifism yeah i, I just think the more that i think about the you know the things that we can glean from it I think that there are probably second order big wins because we like the second order big, big costs are easy to um, see and to experience. Yeah. But, but I think yep. that, uh, I mean, this, this doesn't explain my, my reasoning for putting it there. Um, 
No, but it means basically, so then the question is, does something like heroes have second order costs and, uh, and second order costs that are hard to, that are really there, but hard to see? Cause that would be, that would mean that in a way it's in that specific way, it's worse. Or do we, you know what I mean? Like the. Well, I think not uh, for the place that it comes on the list because, you know, it's far below. Like both of these, it's, I mean, all of these ideas is worth saying are far below all the, um, you know, critical tools to interrogate things and, you know, uh, yeah. upvoting sort of daily positive experiential ideas. And just as critically above the things yep. that represent the worst. Yeah. And that that is why, for that reason, I think Heroes can be above it because Heroes yeah, that's, is uh, particularly yeah, absolutely. good. Oh, Heroes, if, if Heroes wasn't within the list, it would be low. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's great. Yes, thanks. I'd lost sight of that momentarily. So, yes, Heroes is way more... Heroes is just more adjustable than social media. Um, and pacifism is arguably less adjustable than yeah. social media. So, yeah, yeah great. Yeah, that, Wonderful. that is very... Yeah, that's very satisfying. Okay, ah, great. For me too. do to riffs so that puts it in at the new number 67 really which you know again like that's just kind of putting it around that's just putting it around the middle so like i said as a re- as a relative booster of it like i'm still yeah I've, I've, what's probably been made clear by my everything i've said about how i use it is that yeah i'm a i'm a relative i'm i'm extremely warm on it but i still think of it as like you know, I think of social media as something like a car or, you know, to be really, um, yeah, yeah, to, yeah, to, no, like a car is a great example. It's like, yep, you, you, um, perfectly, perfectly sensible and great thing to have in society and for, and to have mass uptake of, and then you just got to be careful and thoughtful about how you use it. Like if you're not, yeah, if you're reckless and unregulated and in, un, don't interrogate how you use your car, then that's going to, and then everyone is which is, that's going to be awful. And we know that because that's what's happening with cars. So I think that's- I think it's um, also worth worth saying that like, um, you know, there are a lot of ideas that are right in the middle of the list or even lower that I have a personal relationship with where I really enjoy them. But it's it's um, it's about the context in which they're used that can make them good. Like if they weren't low in the list, like if if if, if they if this was the most important thing to you that you- you prioritized above all the other types of things that you might have in your life, then that's a disastrous idea. You know, that's so, so the list Correct. isn't like, it isn't, it isn't just like, um, like, you know, I have a pet and it's one of the best things, you know, that I get to enjoy day to day. But, you know, a big part of that is because I'm not like living only with, for the value of my pet. Like that would be, that would be a disastrous way to engage with that relationship. Um, for you and the pet. Yeah, exactly, 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 and that's 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 why it's so nice to have a perfectly um, configured list. Exactly. It's so relieving. one day we will probably violently force upon people. I mean, we have to get to that to rank that. Yeah, once we rank violently forcing the list on people. Yeah, good. but yeah. either way, it could end up high. <laughs> could Sorry. end up pretty good. Could could do could do quite well. I think this might be if it's not our longest episode, it's at least our equal longest episode. Yeah, for sure. That's great. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Thank and you for every being second. up. It did. Thanks for being up to go along with it, Chris. I love yeah, you. Yeah, you too, Nick. And listeners too. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, yeah, and don't never be shy, listeners. Never be shy, and I mean that in all possible contexts. Commotion, this lotion, this lotion. Sometimes commotion, sometimes no commotion. Rank ideas.